Deuteronomy 28. This has one of my favorite. This is a long chapter, but it has one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It's a good memory verse, so it's going to be good. Bear with me because this is going to be primarily primarily me just reading and going right to the Tony Evans notes. I'm not going to do a whole lot of stopping for digression. We'll see. I might have some things to say, but let's go. Blessings for obedience. Now, if you faithfully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all his commands, I'm giving you today. The Lord your God will put you far above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come and overtake you because you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city. This is actually a song. There I go with my first tangent. Uh, this is a song by, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name. Fred Hammond sings this. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go. We cast down every strong. All right, anyway. All right, you will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Your offspring will be blessed and your lands produce Sorry, your land's produce and the offspring of your livestock, including the young of your herds and the newborn of your flocks. Your basket and kneading bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause. This is a yeah, prayer you can pray over yourself. The Lord or your family, just your church, whatever. All right. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will march out against you from one direction, but flee from you in seven directions. The Lord will grant grant you a blessing on your barns and on everything you do. He will bless the land. He will bless you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore to you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all the peoples of the earth will see that you bear the Lord's name and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will make you prosper abundantly with offspring, the offspring of your livestock and your land's produce and the land the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open up, open for you his abundant storehouse the sky to give your land rain in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend. Hmm. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow or you will not. You will not borrow. I was thinking of the scripture. I'm a lender. Our thing I say a lot is we're lenders and not borrowers. All right. The Lord will make you verse 13. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will only move upward and never downward in your listen. If you listen to the Lord, your God's commands, I'm giving you today and are careful to follow them. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left from all the things I'm commanding you today and do not follow other gods to worship them. We can stop right there. We need to read the rest of Deuteronomy. That was so good. But we have to. Let's go. Curses for disobedience. Verse 15. Do we have to read these, Lord? All right. But if you do not obey the Lord, your God, by carefully following all his commands and statutes, I'm giving you today. All these curses will come and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basket and kneading bowl will be cursed. Your offspring will be cursed and your land's produce. The young of your herds and the newborn of your flocks will be cursed when you come in and curse when you go out. The Lord will send against you curse curses confusion and rebuke in everything you do until you are destroyed and quickly perish because the wickedness of your actions and abandoning me 
The Lord will make pestilence cling to you until he has exterminated you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will afflict you with wasting disease, fever, inflammation, burning heat, drought, blight, and mildew. These will pursue you until you perish. The sky above you will be bronze and the earth beneath you iron. The Lord will turn the rain of your land into falling dust. It will descend on you from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You will march out against them from one direction, but flee from them in seven directions. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Kingdoms of the earth. Your corpses will be food for all the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the earth will know with no one to scare them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt, tumors, a festering rash, and scabies from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness, and mental confusion. So that at noon you will grope as a blind person gropes in the dark. You will not be successful in anything you do. You will only be oppressed and robbed continually. No one will help you. You will become engaged to a woman, but another man will rape her. You will build a house, but not live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but not enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be slaughtered before your eyes, but you will not eat any of it. Your donkey will be taken away from you and not return to you. Your flock will be given to your enemies and no one will help you. Your sons and daughters will be given to another per another people. While your eyes grow weary, looking for them every day, but you will be powerless to do anything. A people you don't know will eat your land's produce and everything you have labored for. You will only be oppressed and crushed continually. You will be driven mad by what you see. The Lord will afflict you with painful and curable boils on your knees and thighs from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. The Lord will bring you in your king that you have appointed to a nation neither you nor your fathers have known. And there you will worship other gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, scorn, and ridicule among all the peoples where the Lord will drive you. You will sow much seed in the field, but harvest little, because locusts will devour it. You will plant and cultivate vineyards, but not drink the wine or gather the grapes, because worms will eat them. You will have olive trees throughout your territory, but not moisten your skin with oil, because your olives will drop off. You will father sons and daughters, but they will not remain yours, because they will be taken prisoner. Buzzing insects will take possession of all your trees and your land's produce. The resident alien among you will rise higher and higher above you while you sink lower and lower. He will lend to you, but you won't lend to him. He will be the head and you will be the tail. All these curses will come pursue you and overtake you until you are destroyed, since you did not obey the Lord your God and keep the commands and statutes he gave you. These curses will be a sign and a wonder against you and your descendants forever. Because you didn't serve the Lord your God with joy and a cheerful heart, even though you had an abundance of everything, you will serve your enemies. The Lord will send against you in famine, thirst, nakedness, and a lack of everything. He will place an iron yoke on your neck until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a nation from far away from the ends of the earth to swoop down an iron yoke. The Lord will bring a nation from far away from the ends of the earth to swoop down on you like an eagle, a nation whose language you won't understand, a ruthless nation showing no respect for the old and not sparing the young. They will eat the offspring of your livestock and your land's produce until you are destroyed. They will leave you no grain, new wine. 
fresh oil, young of your herds, or newborn of your flocks, until they cause you to perish. They will besiege you within all your city gates until your high and fortified city, fortified walls that you trust in come down throughout your land. They will besiege you within all your city gates throughout the land the Lord your God has given you. You will eat your offspring, the flesh of your sons and daughters, with the Lord your God has given you during the siege and hardship your enemies, your enemy imposes on you. The most sensitive and refined man among you will look grudgingly at his brother, the wife he embraces, and the rest of his children, refusing to share with any of them as his children's refusing to share with any of them his children's flesh that he will eat because he has nothing left during the siege and hardship your enemy imposes on you in all your towns. The most sensitive and refined woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her foot in the ground on the ground because of her refinement and sensitivity will be begrudged will begrudge the husband she embraces, her son and her daughter, the afterbirth that comes out from between her legs and the children she bears, because she will secretly eat them for lack of anything else. She'll eat the afterbirth. I've seen that. It's not anything you want to eat. It's like cottage cheese. I don't know how people eat that. All right, anyway, because she will secretly eat them for lack of anything else during the siege and hardship your enemy imposes on you within your city gates. Verse 58, if you are not careful to obey all the words of this law, which are written in this scroll by fearing this glorious and awe inspiring name, the Lord, your God, he will bring wondrous plagues on you and your descendants, severe and lasting plagues and terrible and chronic sickness. He will afflict you again with all the diseases of Egypt, which you dreaded, and they will cling to you. The Lord will also afflict you with every sickness and plague not recorded in the book of this law until you are destroyed. Though you were as numerous as the stars of the sky, you will be left with only a few people because you did not obey the Lord your God. Just as the Lord was glad to cause you to prosper and to multiply you, so he will also be glad to cause you to perish and, and to destroy you. You will be ripped out of the land you are entering to possess. Then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other, and there will there you will worship other gods of wood and stone which neither you nor your fathers have known. You will find no peace among those nations, and there will be no resting place for the sole of your foot. There the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes, and a despondent spirit. Trembling heart, failing eyes, despondent spirit. Your life will hang in doubt before you. You will be in dread night and day, never certain of survival. In the morning, you will say, if only it were evening. And in the evening, you will say, if only it were morning. Because of the dread you will have in your heart and because of what you will see, the Lord will take you back in ships to Egypt by a route that I said you would never see again. There you will sell yourselves to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will buy you. Wow, that's really sad and depressing. <sighs> All right, let's see what Tony got to say about this. Chapter 28 is hugely imbalanced. 14 verses are devoted to blessing. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Most of this, there's way more talk about the curses than the blessings. The blessing is short. The curses are long. All right. Yeah. Chapter 28 is hugely imbalanced. 14 verses are devoted to blessings and 54 to curses. Clearly, God knew the tendency of his people to disobey. 
This summary blessing provides a wonderful picture. Israel will be the head and not the tail among the nations, moving always upward if the people would be careful to follow God's commands. By living under God's authority and according to his agenda, you you too get to live as the head rather than the tail, experiencing God's blessings instead of being wagged this way and that as a result of sinful choices and their fallout. Transitional words are like flags signaling that an important change in thought, a conclusion, or a needed action step is coming. Here we see one of those transitional words, but it's a sad word here because it was followed by a barrage of curses that are gruesome in their detail. Unfortunately, future generations of Israelites would live to see these curses imposed. It would have been a bad it would have been bad enough if the curses had stopped with these verses, which reversed the blessings of twenty eight three through six, but that described only the beginning of the terrible national fallout of living in opposition to the Lord. If God's people chose to live as his enemies, he would treat them as such. In the centuries to come, the curse curses were to have a teaching purpose because when the people found themselves in an awful mess, they could see in God's promises a clear reminder that it was because they had failed to obey their good God in times of prosperity. Moses' desire was that future generations would read these words and commit themselves to avoiding the sins of their ancestors. The worst horrors among the coming curses were the siege and the exile of Israel, two terrible judgments that would eventually come true. The idea of exile is first mentioned in chapter 28, verse 36 through 37. The real horrors associated with it are found in verses 49 through 57. In the distant future, the nation far away that would swoop down on Jerusalem would be Babylon. Its army would besiege Jerusalem until its Jerusalem until its people resorted to the unimaginable degrade degradation degradation of cannibalism on their own children as all human compassion and dignity melted under the madness of hunger that's you can go see lamentations 2 20 and 4 10 the same thing would happen even sooner when the arameans laid siege to the city of samaria and see second kings 6 24 through 29 such destruction would become because israel forgot the lord had Lord and worship false gods. Therefore, the Lord will give them what they wanted. Indeed, they will worship other gods, make believe deities with no power to hear them, let alone help. And as a result, the Israelites will find themselves where they were before God had rescued them as slaves. Neither the generation to whom Moses spoke nor all those to follow could say they hadn't been warned. So. It's easy to think that this is Old Testament and uh, yeah, this stuff doesn't apply to us, but it applies to us in 2021, just like it applied to them in 1460, whatever, B.C. So. All right, let's go down that Romans road. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5.8, But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 10.13, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
And lastly, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you can simply say in your heart, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm about to call these kiddos and I'll be back for Deuteronomy 28.